0: Jay, I was about to actually open up for us. But um, welcome back, you all who are tuning in for another uh, conversation with Jay and Rob. Um, we had a good discussion yesterday, so much so that we decided that we wanted to come back uh, a second day in a row um, with a whole new topic uh, because we've enjoyed you all's presence yesterday. And so, um, I'm going to turn this over to uh, Jayla. Um, she's going to uh, give a little description of what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Hold on, Doc. Where's the... You said we're live. I don't see it. I was trying to share it.
0: Yeah, it's my page.
1: You say recording, but I don't see the... All right, just in case we are, I'm going to just start, okay. Um, today we'll have a discussion about how to how to go to God in prayer and uh, worship is not a temple.
0: Amen. And before we do so, uh, let's open up with a word of prayer. Father and our God, we say thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning and for starting us on our way. Thank you, God, for life, health, and strength, the activities of our limbs, God, and the ability to come together one more time to give praise, honor, and glory to your name. God, you have kept us since last night. And God, that's even enough to say thank you. God, as we come discussing the importance of prayer and how to go to you in prayer, Um, And also the importance of our praise and our worship unto you, God, we pray that you would touch our hearts and our minds, God, so that you might reveal to us what it is that you're trying to speak to us in this season. Uh, God, help us to realize that, God, our worship is not dependent upon only the music that we use for worship, Um, but, God, it is an act that radiates and should radiate, God, from our hearts and from our minds. So, God, we pray that you will have your way in this discussion. It's in your son Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. If y'all didn't uh, see the line, I tagged you all in the line. You didn't get it. Oh, well. We're going to go ahead. Okay, so the, today's discussion, well, we've got two topics. Uh, how to go to God and worship is not a temple. So we want to start with uh, how to go to God, uh, which we know as prayer. Um, and so the first question is, what does our prayer lives look like? We're, gon- we're all going to answer that question. What does our...
2: Prayer lives look like. Well, um, my prayer life uh, has increased uh, for the better. Um, it's always been good, uh, and I'll be honest. Um, I know we don't really speak on it anymore, but the year twenty twenty literally increased my prayer life. That that was that year gave me or more or less made me pray more than I usually do because I was going through so much. And so I found myself talking to God more than I ever have before. And so, um, one of the benefits of that year is it did increase my prayer life, thankfully. And, um, yeah, that's, that's how my prayer life is.
0: I agree with you on that, Jamal. Uh, if if I haven't prayed <laughs> as much as uh, I should have, um, I, I know that in this season I prayed a lot, um, right? And so um, I, I believe that in this season I become less selfish in my prayers. Mm. So I, I make more prayers on behalf of uh, other folk uh, for their well-being and for their safety and for God to reveal some stuff to them. Um, Yeah, I think that in this season, it's become stronger. It's become stronger Um, and I thank God that it became stronger. Um, I definitely agree with the both of you. Um,
1: I feel like 2020 was like eye-opening, an eye-opening year for a lot of us. 2020, I definitely spent a lot of time praying for a lot of things. Um, I had to realize, you know, don't focus on praying, but more so just, you know, chill, because it's just a regular conversation with God. Um, so yeah, that's really.
0: That's, that's a good answer. Uh, yeah, our prayers, our conversation with God, it's like talking with our parents, basically. Uh, having conversation. Prayer is a conversation with God. Uh, even though um, He already knows what, what it is that we're going to go to Him about, um, He still likes to hear uh, us and see us go to Him in prayer. Um, so uh, the next question is What do you do when your prayers seem to go unanswered? Mm.
2: Well, um, I this is my whole um, perspective on unanswered prayer. Uh, first of all, let me start by saying um, that it can get really frustrating when you pray and ask God for something and you don't get an answer, especially when you don't get the answer on your time. It can be real aggravating, but over these few months I have learned that sometimes when we pray and we don't get an answer it's for our good like it's literally working in our favor yeah. because whatever we ask for God is saying okay I hear you asking for it but you don't need it and I know that and so I'm not gonna tell you you don't need it I'm just simply not going to say anything at all and in our human minds that is frustrating but in the spiritual mind it's working out in our favor. And so I think we as believers need to be more appreciative of unanswered prayers. Um, We are always ready for the answer to our prayers, but we need to be more appreciative of the unanswered prayers because that is literally God saying to us, what you just asked for, I got something better for you that you haven't even seen yet, but it's on the way. So chill, relax and, 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 and wait for me to show up and give you something better than what you asked for, and so I think that the whole viewpoint on unanswered prayers is, you know, yes, it is frustrating when God doesn't answer. Um, yes, it leaves us uh, with questions when God doesn't answer. But uh, in this season, uh, we need to be more appreciative of unanswered prayers.
0: That's a good. You made a good point. Uh, two good points. Well, really, just one. Uh, they tie into one another. Uh, when God doesn't answer prayer, it's because of one or two reasons. He has something better for you or he's protecting you from something. Uh, and so uh, when I think about prayer, I think about this video uh, about this lady at the ball game and how she uh, wanted this teddy bear um, and this mascot uh, came and brought her the teddy bear. Uh, Couple of minutes later, he came back and snatched the teddy bear, a small teddy bear, away from her and gave her a medium-sized teddy bear. Um, um, she she was confused. She was like, "But I want I want the teddy bear. You know, I want it." A uh, couple of minutes passed after that. This big gigantic teddy bear he brings to her uh, and gives to her. Um, and I think that that's the way God um, does with us when we pray. Um, we ought to expect God to be doing big things. Um, we don't pray to expect God to work the minimal, uh, we expect, we, we pray to expect God to go all out. Um, and so, uh, when our prayers go unanswered, uh, well, what do I do when I, when my prayers go unanswered, uh, you know, the church folk like to say, uh, you're not supposed to ask God why. Mm. Um, um. I have, I have a tendency of asking God why. Um, so I'd be like, well, God, why, how come uh, this didn't happen? How come I prayed about this and I haven't seen any fruit uh, grown? Uh, and then I have to think about what you, just, what you said. He either have something better for us or he is protecting us from something. Uh, All right. That goes hand in hand with um, the fact that God has the power to open and close doors. Absolutely. God has the power to know what is behind those closed doors. Uh, we don't. We're just as blind as we want to be. Uh, and so uh, because God knows what lies behind the doors, he's going to protect us uh, just in case that, uh, that door open Um, And there's something in there that can harm us and that can draw us away from him. uh, And he'll open that door even when there isn't anything uh, that's there to harm us. And so um, I think that we need to start praying for discernment. Mm -hmm. Discernment uh, goes hand in hand with that also. uh, Asking God, well, if this is for me, then it's for me revealed um, right. to me um, the plans of this door opening or this door closing in my life right um, I definitely agree with the both of you
1: um, to add on to what Jamal was saying I also feel like God will delay certain things until you get away from certain places and people
0: Right.
1: Um, right. I, and I'm talking from experience like you know I definitely do agree with that statement Y'all
2: really took everything, so I'm just keep it short. And I, I want to say uh, this, because I heard Mr. DuBo say it, uh, people are like, a lot of people like to say, uh, don't question God. And I have to, me personally, I have to disagree with that. Uh, because I feel like once life gets you low enough, you have nothing else to do but ask God why. When you really get the deepest darkest moment in your life you you have no you you can't first of all you can't even function and so you have no other choice but to ask God why so I think I disagree with a lot of people when they say well you can't question God I I I know that in my in my in my spiritual spirituality I can't question him because he's God almighty but in our humanity when we're dealing with certain things we can't ask anybody else why, because they didn't get us into that situation, and so we we have no other choice but to run to God and say, you know, why? And then another thing, um, in a passage of the Bible, uh, the Bible says, "My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken me?" And so I feel like that was a question that was asked. So if that was a question that was asked, why can't we, as people of God, ask questions? My God, My God, why hast Thou? Forsaken me, God understands already, and so I don't think that questioning God is an issue. Uh, but yeah, that's just my little two cents. And you know, Jamal,
0: you you too, i was gonna say that <laughs> I was gonna bring up that passage of scripture because it's so true. Uh, a lot of Christians today forget that yes, Jesus was the Son of God, but He also was human.
2: Right. And
0: right. So he was up there hanging on that cross. Uh, he was like, well. And even before he got to the cross, he went into the garden of Gethsemane to pray. And he said, Lord, if it's your will, if it's not my will, let not my will, but yours be done. But before he said that was, uh, Lord, let this cup pass from me. Uh,
2: Absolutely.
0: We forget that that Jesus was human also. Uh, And so because Jesus had human tendencies, we shouldn't be afraid to have those human tendencies as well, because we're not super uh, uh, natural. We're not God. Um, God created us human for um, a reason. Um, And so, um, yeah, we have to be mindful of that. Not to judge people who question God, um, because um, if you don't question God, how are you going to get the answers that you want? Right? Um, And and then you'd be going somewhere looking dumbfounded and stupid. Um, No. Question God, but listen. Sometimes you gotta be careful though, because exactly. uh, you might get some answers that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, God got a uh, God's not a God who uh, hangs out on the shallow water, mm. um, and so if if you want to answer, He gonna give you an answer. Whether right. the answer is uh, a deep, uh, uh, He knows that uh, it's gonna uh, cause some confusion. Um, the same God who um, is able to reveal some things to you is the same God who will help you to navigate through those things that He reveals to you. Um, right. And so with that being said, I wrote down uh, some notes before we had uh, gone live. Um, well, notes I had in my phone. And it says, prayer isn't just something we do for the people we love. Uh, but it should be extended to those who don't have our best interest at heart, also. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important that we, we, we make that known. That prayer is just not an action that we do for the people who love us, who we who we love, who we support. But you have to sometimes humble yourself enough to pray for those who don't like you. Right. Uh you'd be like, Lord, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about so and so, but God. I trust you. Uh, right. Lead and guide them in the way that you would have them to go. Uh, right. So, and so there are not too many people who are humble enough in the world to pray for somebody who they might not um, agree with. Uh, right. And then, then they, they fail the test. Uh, they fail the test. Um, but we're going to move into the um, worship portion. Um Worship is not a tempo. I want to say worship and praise is not a tempo. So, what is praise to you?
2: What is praise? What is praise to me? Um, praise is because, in my mind, I don't think. Well, let me just say like this: praise and worship have their similarities. But they also have their differences. Mm-hmm. And I think that praise to me is, you know, uh, my adoration to God. I'm, I'm praising God because, you know, He's done something in my life. And so, whether it be in the church house, my house, anybody else's house, yeah. you know, praise is just, you know, letting God know how much I appreciate Him right. or how much I need Him. That's right. Praise is me telling god you know thank you for this or god i need you to do this and god i expect you to do this and so i think praise as a whole is just you know an of a, a, a appreciation to god and in my mind that's what that's what praise is all right miss Fudge
1: i definitely agree with jamal and just keep
0: it there all right um, yeah, I agree with you, too, also, Jamal. Um, I just had to look up the definition of praise. I might <laughs> even go up front. Um, and the uh, dictionary says, you express warm approval or admiration of, for someone or something. Um, law. We, we like to use that word law uh, in the AME church. Um, offering a grateful homage um, in words or song, uh, we, we see in the Bible, um, the book of Psalms is really a book of praise uh, that David wrote unto God. Uh, we're not going to uh, belabor on that question. Um, so what is worship to you?
2: What is mm. Worship, like I said, praise and worship have their simil- similarities, but I feel to me, worship is more... <laughs> intense and the reason I say that is because yes I praise and I, I I I give adoration to God but worship is when like worship is when to me when the tears begin to flow. You don't you don't need any music, you don't need a crowd, you don't need you don't need anything. When you just think about all of the things that you've been through and where you are now it 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 gives you a spirit of worship and so it doesn't matter where you are because I know for me I don't have to be in church to worship I don't have to be I literally do not have to be in the church house to worship if you if anybody that knows me knows I could be walking around the mall and I'm humming church music all day and it's not necessarily that I'm trying to get on somebody's nerves it's just when when and and, and I hear it all the time when I think of the goodness of Jesus yeah. when I think and that is that is the that is the that is the that is what worship is. Is when you think about, when you think about all of the, mm-hmm. all of the situations that could have taken you out, but you are still standing, that gives you a spirit of worship. And so to me, worship is more intense um, than praise. Praise is good. Absolutely. You, The Bible says a whole lot about praise, but at the end of the day, I'm worshiping because when I think about what I've been through and where I am now. And I know it was nobody but God. I have to give him what he deserves. And so I think that's what worship is. Worship is when we think about um, what the Lord has done. And we, we we that's the tears begin to flow. Like I said, we don't need music. We don't need a crowd or we don't care who's in the crowd. We're still going to worship um, because that's what God deserves. So that's what worship is to me.
1: We are not about to skip past the fact that he is on here preaching. Right? Like, <laughs> But I definitely have to agree, I feel like it is a, a way of expression and, you know, showing feelings towards God. Um, and, yeah. Oh, my God. When I think.
0: That mm. day, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, y'all both hit the nail on the head. I wrote down. I wrote down my answer. I said, worship is an expression of our love. For you. Uh, and so we sing the song, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. I just want to tell you. Uh, Lord I love you more than anything um and so that, that that goes into our next question Jamar you kind of touched on it um, in your answer uh, so the question is what is your number one act of worship? what, what is how do you show God
2: uh, that you love him in worship how do I show God well to be honest I have various ways that I that I worship, um, and since we're not in the physical church building right now, I found another way to worship, which I, I was doing this before we left the church building, but it's more intense now. Um, usually when I worship, I'm alone, which I like to be alone. And um, I just I turn on some music that I feel that will uplift my spirit. And I could just be sitting here. And like I said, the tears begin to flow and I just start letting God know how much I appreciate him, how much I need him, how much I adore him. And I mean, it's not a 30 minute thing. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a 30 minute thing. It's more like an all day thing for me. And I don't know, I I don't want to say I'm being extra, (laughs) but I know that I know that, um, It's 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 like like I said, it's a thought process. Yeah. It's a thought process. Like it, you can be sitting here and and you just think about something that God did, and it allows you to go into a spirit of worship. And so that's one of the ways by which I worship. That's that's one of the ways that would by which I worship. Kayla? Definitely,
1: definitely agree um, there. I would say. Waking up in the morning is, you know, starting my day with him praying. Um, and even praising him in advance, you know, when I'm when I'm in a situation and I know that he's going to turn it around for my good. Um, that is also an act of worship. Well, you said give one. So I'm a, I'm sorry. No, listen, you have to
0: give
1: one. Uh, I, I was going to keep going. We just going to listen. going to be in here. Listen, No, it's cool.
0: Right. Go, Doc. All right now, um, <laughs> I would I would agree with. You. I think that I'm a. When it comes to worshiping God, I'm, about, uh, um, I'm a crier. I am a crier. Uh, growing up, <laughs> you got you got an ugly cry, Doc. I don't know about that. But, uh, uh, growing up, I was uh, I used to be afraid to cry in church. I didn't want nobody to see me cry. Uh, and so I'm like, oh, oh God, I don't, I feel something, but I don't want to express it. Until I became free enough to be like, listen, it is what it is, uh, All right. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm a crier, I'm, I'm a lifter of my hands. Uh, uh, there was one, one time, uh, the Holy Spirit was, was so uh, high, in church, I was young then, and I didn't know it. Uh, but I did a dance before the Lord. Uh, happened when I was ushering one Sunday. <laughs> and listen, when the when when the spirit of the Lord hits, it hit you anywhere, um, at any time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a crier. Um, yeah, I'm a crier, and so I want to. Make mention of what one thing that you said, Jamal, um, about uh, worshiping not lasting for uh, 30 minutes or or an hour or whatever. Uh, And that that alludes to the fact that worshiping God has a lasting effect on our lives. Um, And so um, we could be worshiping God a whole day, uh, but that praise and that worship will carry us through the whole week. And then that worship will carry us through the whole month. And then when we get to the end of the year and we reflect on the life, we'll be like, well, God, I worship you um, even more uh, because of what you've done. I've been in a situation, like Jayla said, been in a situation uh, that you could, I could have died in, a situation that uh, could have took me out, but God, you spared my life. God, you... You provide it. You provide it. And in this pandemic, we can honestly say that God has provided. Yes, He has. All he that has. we all that we've needed, His hand has provided. Uh, and so we 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 thank God for His provision. Uh, and so um, that's really all the, the, the questions I have. Um, I just wanted to tie this up real quick, unless somebody has anything else to say.
2: I just I wanted to say, uh, because like you said, you're a crier. And I honestly, I'm not ashamed to say that I am too. Uh, And it's the little things. Yeah, Yeah, the little things. It's the little things that I I just get teary-eyed. I mean, of course, I get teary-eyed about, you know, other things. But it's the little things. And it's it's funny because it amazes me every day. When I was little, I used to be in church. I used to see people crying and shouting. And I used to think they were crazy like what are they what are they doing that for and 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 it it is true that life will teach you a lesson and so now those same people that I that I looked at and laughed at because they were worshiping and crying I'm doing the same thing because when I was when I was that age I didn't know you know all that they had to deal with but now that I've had to deal with some trials and tribulations on my own and I'm not even fully grown yet and right. so, you know, it 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 really, I, yeah, like I said, you're, I'm a crier. I'm a very emotional person. Um, I try not to be, but it gets the best of me sometimes. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's all I was going to say. Oh, and another thing, another thing I, I forgot. Back to what we said earlier about the questioning God. Mm-hmm. I found this passage of scripture and it's, 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 it goes right along with today's conversation as a whole. Uh, it's Psalm 13, like you said, that's the book of praise. And uh, it says, how long, Lord, will you forget me forever? Yes. How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow and in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? And then skipping to verse five, it says, but I trust in your unfailing love, my heart rejoices in your salvation. Verse six, I will sing praises to your name for you have been good to me. And that literally sums up everything that we just talked about today. It did,
0: it did. I thank you for for alluding to that scripture. Um, And I wanted to say uh, to tie these two together Praise, worship, and prayer are all ultimate coping mechanisms and weapons to defeat the enemy and his tactics. Um, a lot of people like to wallow in the fact that the enemy is attacking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know when the enemy is attacking us. Um, and then typically, when the enemy is tap- attacking us, uh, we see tangible things. Um, that um, tangible attacks really, that are happening in our lives. Um, but a, a Bishop once said that, sometimes we give the enemy too much credit. Mm. Um, and he said, Bishop Patterson said that. Uh, he said, um, the enemy is already defeated. And anything that you that is defeated, you can step over or step on. Mm. They said, uh, you, you walking around here uh, worrying about how you're going to get through the situation, um, realizing that you you not realizing that you already won it. Mm. So you already have the victory, um, but you have to use that weapon, those weapons, rather uh, worship, mm-hmm. praise, prayer. Um, you can't make it by yourself. Um, you need something um, because with each new level, they say, comes new devils. Mm-hmm. So, um, we we like to say that in the church, <laughs> it sounds good and it's true. Uh, with new levels come new, but with new levels comes a deep, deeper understanding um, of our relationship with God, a deeper um, development of our praise and our worship for God and our love for God. Uh, and so, with each level, we have to build upon our faith and we have to build upon those weapons um, you see in wars. Um, those who are fighting in wars, they always have to restock their guns uh, because they never know when a person is going to attack. Um, And Mm -hmm. so um, in life, we are constantly on the battlefront fighting for our lives against the enemy. And so um, we can't get too tired um, that we sit down and we rest and we don't load our guns back up uh, because then that's when the enemy comes in and tries to take us out. Right. And so... Um, we, we sing in church almost every Sunday, my soul beyond thy God, 10,000 foes arise. And so we have to be mindful that, um, just as much as God is busy, the enemy is busy. And just as much as we know scripture, the enemy knows scripture too. Right. Word for somebody. All right. The enemy, knows, the enemy knows how to talk to God too. My God. Um, and so, um, yeah, we have to be mindful, reload our guns, our artillery, uh, and it will help us in life. Um, but Jayla, if you have anything that you want to say,
1: uh, really, I just wanted to add, um, when when you go to God, don't just go to Him for something that you want, and then ne- when you, once you get it, never pray again. That's right. Because you're gonna need Him way more than at one time. That's right. Um. Yeah, because I know a lot of people tend to, and it also, you know, sometimes what you want, it could be a temporary desire. It's not, that does not mean that that's what God has for you. So be careful of the words that you use when you're going and praying,
0: things like that. That's true, Jayla, and I'm going gonna, gonna to speak on uh, uh, the fact that the point, the first point that you mentioned um, about, um, remind me of your first point, please. <laughs> Because I had something, but I was looking at these comments where I was looking at this Facebook line. Now you said, Jamal, help me out now. I'm getting old. Hold on. What did I say? I said,
2: hold on. Oh, she said, uh, when you go to God, don't ask Him for something and then never pray again.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. And so uh, what I wanted to say was uh, we serve a powerful God,
1: mm. never failing.
0: Listen. If God has the power to give it, to give you what it is that you've asked for, prayed for, He has the power to take that thing away. Um, don't underestimate God's power. Um, even Job said it um, in his book: "The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away." Um, and we we have to be mindful of that. You know, not to get big-headed when it comes to God, um, because um, in a twinkling of an eye and a snap of a finger, He can. Make it all go away. And then we're left with nothing. Um, and then here we are back at square one. God, bless me with this. Bless me. But are you going to humble yourself enough to um, remember me uh, when it is when you have everything that you need? Mm-hmm. When your bills are paid, are you going to remember me? Uh, when, when you have enough money uh, left over, running over in your wallet, are you going to pay time? Yeah. Are you going to give it back to me? Um, are you going to worship me? Um, never get so so big headed with God that you forget about God. Uh, the same God, <laughs> the same God who gives is the same God who can take it away. Amen. Amen. I think that we've had a good discussion today. Um, unless there's anything anybody else want to say, no. All right, well. That was, that was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. Um, and, you know, I bet you there's some, some older members who are surprised that us young people are even having this conversation. Uh, but I've come to let you know, and you heard this from me, young people go through situations as well.
1: Oh, can we please, before we close, can we please touch on that? Please, please, please.
0: <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, because it's true. Um the
2: people I- need to hear
0: this. Yes. I- you you can start off. You can start off. I'll go second.
2: No, you go
1: first. You go first. Okay. Oh my god. I was wondering this bring this up. I feel like a lot of time people well, I won't say I won't say everybody, because some a lot of old folk do take in consideration what we go through. Mm-hmm. Um and some don't. And I feel like um they 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 they, they go best off of you know you don't go do through anything because you don't pay bills you don't yet you know uh at a certain point in life we're gonna have to go through that and i feel like they they our they would like our situation to validate what to compare with theirs in order to be validated and which is not fair at all why should my situation compare why should i have to pay bills to go through something when i'm going through something bigger than bills i'm going through depression you know mm-hmm. yeah
2: right. that's and I mean, I'll more, but you know, I'm ai chill. I'm a chill. I, 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 that I, this is a subject that we need to keep having because I know for me, life has been rough lately. And, you know, um, I just, I don't, I've, I think that adults need to take into consideration um, or at least talk to us children or younger children, because you never know what a child is going through. And you said it, you don't, you literally do not have to pay bills to be stressed out. You don't have to have a job to be stressed out. Let me tell you something, I'm—I'm I'm, school is working on my last nerve. School is working on my last nerve. Uh, this this, this uh, 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 Zoom every 8 a.m. every Monday morning before school and, and it's working on my nerve. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's, and it's not necessarily that it's working on my nerves, but I have so much to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And um, I think that, we, uh, that that people just need to take into consideration what children are dealing with instead of you know coming off at them the wrong way talk to them mm-hmm. talk to them ask them what's wrong mm-hmm. and i think that is another reason why the suicide rate yeah. is, is going higher because we don't they don't communicate enough with us now don't get me wrong not all adults are like that but for the ones that are and, and, and I say that because just recently here in the city of Waco, um, a sixth grader, um, and I'm friends with her brother, a sixth grader committed suicide. Wow. Hung herself in her grandmother's closet because she was being bullied and no one was listening. No one was paying attention. And if that didn't open the eyes of everybody in this community, I don't know what will. When it gets to the point, really any suicide is bad. But Mm -hmm. when it gets to the point that a 12 year old child Mm -hmm. has decided to hang herself because she feels like no one loves her, that is an issue. And I think that we need to have more conversations about this to prevent any other sixth grader or any other child from committing suicide. Even adults are committing suicide. And it's because we don't talk enough. We don't communicate enough. Find out what's wrong first and then you can yell at me and argue with me all you want to. But can I talk first? Can I vent first? Can, can I do that first? Can I let you know that Monday through Friday was hell last week? Can I let you know that 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 I'm not, you know, everything that I you know, I'm, I'm not doing as well as I ought to be. Can I let you know that first? And then we can discuss other things. And so I think that we need to have conversations like this um, more and uh, that's all I'm going to say because i, I be to preach the sermon, I'm, I'm done. No, you, you, done. You,
0: you raised an important point, Jamal. Um, there are a lot of adults um, and even some people in our generation who talk at us and not talk with us. Um, we are on one level and it seems as though their energy is 10 times higher. Uh, And then they wonder why so many young people don't feel comfortable enough to come to them with their problems and their situations. Uh, And then they have the nerve to tell you, uh, just pray about it, you'll be all right. Um, And that that alludes to um, the fact that the same method that worked for you in your moment of weakness is not the same method that's going to work for me.
2: Exactly. That
0: prayer is effectuate. It is um, it is working. I mean, it has power. Um, right. But the Bible also says that faith without works is dead. Um, and so who are we to only um, act upon our faith, um, well, act with faith and not act upon our faith? Right. Um, And so um, with that being said, I want to encourage our Black brothers and sisters, uh, if you have to, please go get therapy. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't care what the church says. I don't care what the church says. Uh, There is a trained professional out there who can help you with your situation. Uh, Also use prayer. Um, Therapy is a coping mechanism prayer is a coping mechanism. Take those to your advantage. Um, Lean out into your own understanding, um, but also step out on faith and build upon that faith. Um, Go into things with faith um, and and see how you'll come out so much better and stronger. Um, With that being said, I believe that we've touched uh, every subject (laughs) uh, that that we we really wanted to talk about. and so, uh, with that, with any, you have anything else that you want to say? Uh,
2: I'm done, Rev. I'm done. I'm All done. Right.
0: All right. Well, those of you who are tuning in on our, our Facebook Live, please don't forget to like, comment, and share this video with your friends and family. Uh, let them know what we are doing here on this platform. Um, there will be some some changes uh, soon, uh, but until then. Uh, We pray that you would pray for us as we uh, try to expand on this platform and bring content that encourages you and that uplifts you uh, in your life and throughout your week. Uh, With that being said, uh, Brother Jamal, I'm going to ask that you close us out in prayer,
2: please. Yes, sir. Oh, gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for this conversation, for this Zoom, for this live. We thank you for everything that has been discussed. We thank you for, once again, the knowledge and the wisdom that you have given to us to even have this conversation. Now, God, on some of these things we discussed, God, we ask that everything that we talked about, that there's a change in it. God, especially the suicide, God, we we have seen the numbers and they are continually rising. And God, we ask that you just be with everyone in the world. God, you know, this is a rough season for a lot of us. And so, God, we're trusting you uh, to make a way out of nowhere. We're trusting you to do the impossible. And God, even in the trusting process, we say thank you. thank you. Thank you that we're still standing. Thank you that we're still alive. Are we yet alive to see each other's face? God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you for my friends who have discussed this conversation with me and God we just thank you for all that you're that you're doing and that you will continually do in these days in Jesus name we pray and we thank you amen amen
0: thank you so much Jamal for uh, coming on find that robbery to come on and to be with us today uh, before uh, you jump off I want to publicly say uh, that the hand of God is evident on your life <laughs> the hand of God is so evident. Um, in the way that you walk, and the way that you talk, um, your personality. And we are praying that God will bless you mightily and God will uh, enlarge your territory. God will take you higher and God will uh, provide all that you need um, in this season. Uh, with that being said, those of you who are joining, uh, we will see y'all next week sometime. Y'all, y'all be on the lookout for us uh, and we'll be back. But other than that, you all have a good rest of your evening stay safe stay healthy and stay blessed amen 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 thank you thank you doc
2: yes sir thank you